trash ass niggas. Trash. Trash, trash, trash. These niggas nowadays, boy. Bro, niggas have to borrow cars and shit, so. Like, that, I don't think that's ever been a thing. What, borrowing cars? Yes. Bro, you asked to borrow a man's whole car. You might as well ask a nigga to borrow his house. <laughs> Let me hold your crib, Nick ass. Hey, bro, my bitch tripping right now. Can I borrow your bitch for a little while? <laughs> <laughs> These niggas had ass. My bitch tripping, bro. Let me borrow bro. yours for a little while. Nigga can't ask for a bread. What happened to a cup of sugar days? Like, you know, let me borrow goddamn a cup of sugar. That's that's simple. That's something I can I can do for you. Yeah, I can make that happen, Playboy. Hey, bro, man, my sister ain't letting me fuck her friends, man. Let me borrow your sister. Naked. <laughs> <laughs> what these niggas be tripping, boy? Yeah, I want to borrow every motherfucking thing. Hey, man, it's another episode of Sit Down with Slim with my guest Big Keen in the house. What's good? Chilling in this bitch, bro. Fresh from Jacksonville, goddamn Saxonville, fucking Jack and Kill. You know how we get down out there, boy. Bro, you're not from Jacksonville. I am a Jacksonville native. <laughs> I am. I Stop not... your shit, dog. You're not from Jacksonville. Bro, I'm a Florida boy, bro. And Florida rap is taking over the game. Shout out to all the Florida rappers out you there. You might be, because you know what they say about that Florida water? What? Y'all motherfuckers retarded. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that water is nasty as fuck, bro. You Bruh, be drinking that shit. That's why I drink a cup of that shit and I, I immediately have to shit afterwards. Yeah. Immediately. It's like that's water, why you gotta bro. get that goddamn Brita filter like I got, bro. I don't use them shits because them shits the filter be stinking like a motherfucker. It got that dirty ass smell to it. That's why you change them, motherfucker. Nah, bro. I don't even want to smell it. I don't want to touch it. I'm yeah. like, bro, I don't even want to imagine that's what I'm drinking. So I just go ahead and get the bottle of water, bro. Speak, dog, speaking of that, I've been on this damn fast food binge for like a month. Bro, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like complete shit. <laughs> like this shit is- <laughs> bro, I know, bro. You can't eat. Bro, bro. this shit is taking over me physically, bro. mentally, that fast spiritually. Bro, this that fast food is taking cool. over my life, dog. Like, nigga, I feel it in my chest, bro. Like, I literally feel like shit. Yeah. Like, every day, like, I wake up and I just be like, oh. Yeah. I gotta move around again today. Exactly. <laughs> nigga, that shit kill your whole spirit. Bro, I gotta get off this shit, dog. Bro. This shit like crack, bro. Trying to kick it. It is, bro. Y'all need to get off that fast food, man. Goddamn, the fast foods will fuck you up, baby. Bro, you literally are what you consume. Yeah. And when I consume this fucking fast food, bro, I ain't gonna lie, I just can't stop. Like, the processed sugar got me hooked. Yeah. But goddamn, bro. I, ra- I would rather a nigga eat soul food every day. Yeah, me too. You know what I'm saying? Me too. Then eat fast food. That shit is Because shit. at least then you know exactly what's going into your body. Yeah. It's like chicken that got fried. There's some collard greens that grandma made with the goddamn bacon in that bitch or the, or the motherfucking ham hock she done put in that bitch or whatever yeah. the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's not the healthiest food in the world, nigga, that's still probably 10 times healthier than fucking fast food. Fast food is disgusting, bro. Yeah. Then I'm like, bro, what's in this shit that got you so addicted to it? Then on top of that, like, what's in it that doesn't fill you up? Bro, that's the scariest shit about it. It's nigga, like, that nigga. shit, a meal has at least 1,200 calories in yeah. it. Yeah. And you eat that shit and you you fart 15 minutes later and you're hungry 30 minutes later. Exactly, bro. That shit makes like, no nigga, sense. Like, nigga, you could eat you could eat one goddamn, a normal meal is a sandwich, a, a medium fry, and a goddamn medium drink. Mm-hmm. That's a normal meal. That shit don't fill niggas up, though. Hell nah, and it'd niggas be like be 1,400 ready. calories. Niggas be ready for goddamn round two. For real, you gotta... I don't know what the fuck they be putting in that shit. I think it has something to do with the fucking corn syrup and all the sugar in it. And that the processed sugar, you know, it makes you crave it. Because, you know, your whatever you put in your body, you know, your 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 gut gets a, a, accustomed to eating that all the time. And if you don't feed your gut that certain food, it mm-hmm. just... I don't know. Your body kind of goes haywire. You might get angry. You might get fucking, you know what I'm saying? You might be upset. That shit can fuck everything up. You know what I'm saying? That shit attack. That shit is linked directly to your fucking, your brain. Like your, your, your stomach has neurons in that shit just like your brain does. Dog, you know what? That shit is so true because yesterday I was having a bad day. Yeah. And I woke up this morning. I got to thinking about it. I was like, 
I think it's the stupid ass food I be eating. Bro, it might be dog. Cause bro, yesterday I think I ate like twenty wings. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we went to the bar. Yeah. I had a ten piece. Then I went to the bar later on that night and was sitting there drinking and was like, bro, I need another ten piece. Yeah. Bro, I woke up this morning. I literally felt the grease like hovering bro, in my body. It makes you so sluggish, dog. Yeah. It's, it's really about how you start your fucking day off, dog. Yeah, dog. Like, bro, uh, I was at the computer yesterday, and I was watching this old ass, like, I think one of the first times me and Rello ever recorded a video, bro. I was sitting there watching it, and I was looking at myself. I was like, damn, my skin is glowing. Yeah. My face is is is, is skinny. Like, it's not sunk in like, like, like Whitney Houston. Yeah. But, like, it, you know, it looks strong and shit. Yeah. I'm like, damn. I'm like, and, you know, muscles poking and shit. Yeah. I'm like... Slim, you look, you, you, dog, you look pretty decent. Yeah, I was like, you look pretty decent. Well, then I fuck fucking, then bruh, I fucking, I was eating when I was watching it. So I think I had like some onions or something. So I went downstairs to brush my teeth. I looked in the mirror and I was like, but look at you now. That <laughs> <laughs> man had to backtrack. I was like, bro, your face fat as fuck. You getting your gut back. You ugly as hell. Like, bruh. damn, bro. You was doing so good, bro. Now you that, just falling the fuck off. That's how that fast food do you, bro. It's not. And the thing is, nigga, I talk about risk and reward all the time, nigga. Like, the reward of eating that is not worth the risk of, of eating that shit. Yeah, it's like, not. Like, nigga, you, like, when fat people, because you know I got big sisters. Like, and I mean, I don't mean big. They older than me, but they big. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. big sisters. Yeah. And, like, them... Bro, they. I try to tell them, dog. You're shortening your life by by consuming the way you consume and eating the things you eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a boss right now who got health problems. Like he fucking like he's fucking eighty, but he's only like forty. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the things he likes to eat. And I'm like, that's that, bro. I be telling because people be like, I got a homeboy that say uh, alcoholism is like one of our biggest epidemics. I really think food is right up there. I think so also. You know what I'm saying? Like fast food and all that shit. Like people love to eat. And we're in an age of abundance. Like this did this this wasn't even an option like a hundred years ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Niggas were starving to death still. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um like now that this is an option, like people just overindulge and you know, we just fucking anything that we can take advantage of, we will. So bro, what's a healthy diet to you? Like, would you rather somebody be a vegan, a full fledged vegan? I think that's I think for it it all Cause you know, um, it all depends on what your ancestors ate, bro. I, I figure that if you stay closer to what your ancestors eat, you'll be a healthier person. Like if your your ancestors were like Indian people, like Indian people can eat like a, a pretty much vegan diet. You know, like no meats and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like for some people who are, let's just say from an area where it was a high protein area and all they ate were like uh, cattle and, and stuff like that. And maybe sometimes they had some greens that they would, they would farm. I it's, it's not healthy for you to only eat uh, vegetables. It's just not because genetically that has a lot to, it has a lot to do with that genetically. Cause you're missing a lot of protein. Yeah. And it's in, it's in your genes that you need that protein. Like we, we can't, you know, we can't pick our genes, but like, you you gotta learn how to adjust to that shit. You can't just say I'm gonna be a vegan, and you're a fucking, you know, you're a guy who comes from uh, a, a your family is from a place where they eat a lot of high protein and shit like that, because it's, it's hard to supplement that protein in there if you're a vegan. But I think a a good a good solid diet to me is a lot of uh, protein and a lot of greens. Uh, carbohydrates, I mean, they're good if you're a fucking athlete. Like, if you're LeBron James, I feel like you probably want to fucking eat some carbohydrates. You're out there every fucking... You need that energy. But if you're just eating bread to eat bread and you don't do shit all day, you live a very, uh, a very, like... You don't move. You don't get very active. You know what I'm saying? If you live a very sedentary life like that, you just need to fucking stick with meat and greens. See, bro, my diet's a little different than yours. I also feel the same way about the, uh, the meat and vegetables. Yeah. But I'm big on carbs also. Yeah, like I try to, I try to get all my sugars from fruits and get them early in the morning, so I burn the carbs off. And then later on, like when I leave the gym, I try to go ahead and like 
eat me a big ass thing of rice or something. Cause like I be yeah. feeling so weak, and the carbs help with my recovery. Cause you know I I go to the basketball gym for like two three hours yeah. and be balling like a motherfucker. And I know yeah. I done burnt like twenty five hundred calories. Yeah. So and I need the carbs for that. Yeah, that's that's a, that's another thing. Like if you're an active person, you need that shit. Yeah. So don't. I mean, you could you could just eat meat and greens and be an active person, but you're not gonna have the energy that you need. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you wanna. You want to supplement in some carbs when you fucking, you know. So, what would you tell the woman that goes to work every day and she has to have a sandwich? She has to have a popcorn, uh, a bowl of popcorn for snack. Um, she has to have pasta when she goes on her luncheon. How would you tell her to change her diet? Like, how would you, how would you explain to her to supplement her carbs with what? Okay, like, as in, like, what what could she put in instead of eating those carbohydrates? Uh huh. I feel. Cause there's this one time I was on a um a paleo diet, right? And in paleo you don't eat any carbohydrates. But there are things that you can use that are like carbohydrates. Like instead of rice, if you're eat if let's just say you want to make hibachi that night. You mm-hmm. wanna make some damn shrimp and chicken hibachi shit. You would supplement in cauliflower rice. You can make cauliflower it's easy. You just boil it and fucking mash it up until it's like fine like rice. And as in, like, um, we also used to eat paleo spaghetti, which is, like, you get a spaghetti squash, and you bake that shit in the oven for, like, I don't, I forgot how long, but you bake that shit. And you take a fork and make it into noodles. Yeah, and it turns into yeah. noodles, and that shit's fucking amazing. And it's it like, is. And you can't. I love mine with You shrimp. know, there's some people who can tell the difference. Like, honestly, me, I think it's still just as good. It honestly, it, it's better to me because it makes you feel better. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, because, yeah. like, with me. Um, I'm not one of those people that that's real strong on. Oh, I don't eat red meat, but I I'm not I'm not ignorant to the fact that my body doesn't process red meat well. Yeah. So I when, when I do eat red meat, I'll eat a burger or I love steak. I'll eat a steak, but it can't be often. Yeah. My body does not process with red, uh, red meat well. Mine so. neither do. Cause like if I eat a steak, I won't shit the steak out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what it's I'm saying. It's weird to me. Cause like. But you know, steak is high in protein, though. So yeah, like your like your body loves it. It's just hard for yeah. to break it down. You know what I would suggest? I, I don't know though? the science behind it, though. Yeah, I would suggest <laughs> that people like get a twenty three and Me, and then like see where your people come from. You mm-hmm. know, most of us are West African, and we might have some Native American or some some other shit. I ain't gonna lie, that makes a lot of sense when you, you know break it down. I, I like I never really thought about it like that. Yeah, but. You're completely right, dog. It does go all the way back to where you're from and yeah, what they were used to eating yeah, and all that genetics and how your uh, diet was over time. Yeah, cause I, you know the uh, the Eskimo uh, people, Inuit people, to be you know politically correct, over in Alaska, they're having like a fucking a horrible epidemic of overweight and obesity in their communities because they're used to only eating like whale blubber and like. Uh, some other shit like whale, like whale and like seal and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, not even vegetables out there because it's a lot is fucking frozen. You know what I'm saying? Not not even vegetables really like that. The motherfuckers threw a McDonald's in that motherfucker, and dude, they could eat a normal meal of McDonald's and it 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 sits on their body differently than it would a person, you know, a normal person like who's who's in America. You know? What oh, I mean? bro. Matter of fact, just of you just genes. made me think of something. Um, it was an Australian girl. Yeah. I was I was doing like a little job shadowing thing a little while ago. Yeah. And um she was like, Yeah, um, I gained so much weight, but she was thick. I'm talking about big ass booty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she wasn't fat, she just was real I'm thick. All, I'm all for the weight going to the right. Oh, places. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Me too. And she, but she told me she like I gained thirty pounds. I was like, There's no way in hell because you're skinny, you just have this big old ass. Mm-hmm. But she showed me a picture of her when she was in Australia. Yeah. And I was just looking like, whoa. And I was like, you know why you gained all that weight, right? She was like, yeah, this fucking American diet is horrible. She was like, yeah. that's why, and I, I didn't think about this before she said it. She was like, you know, certain spices y'all use, it's normal to y'all, but to me, it's spicy as hell. Yeah. And I was like, damn, because, you know, like, I use red pepper like it ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But to the average person, red pepper might be spicy as a motherfucker. But red pepper ain't shit to me. Yeah, bro, that's the thing. Like, I, I got to really... Uh, weak ass beta male uh, taste buds, <laughs> so I can't eat bread unless it's Texas Pete hot sauce, and that's like, that's like, oh, I'm getting dangerous. Like if I put some Texas Pete on my shit, yeah. But I've seen like my bro, like my sisters, they love hot food. Like uh, I do too, dog. I ain't gonna lie. Who else? Like um, Hong Adi. 
Oh my god, ridiculous bro, amount of spice. You know that's my dog. But when I lived with her, bro, no lie, I didn't have hemorrhoids before then. After living with her, she literally she made spaghetti. That was the spiciest shit I ever tasted bro. in my life. Her chicken Alfredo was spicy, and believe it or not, dog, the most spiciest meal she always made was steak. That's crazy. Her steak used to be, and that's just hot. from having that's just from having a different. But you know she's palette. African. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you bro, know they use I went spices. to her crib. I went to her family crib for Thanksgiving. I think it was. It was either Thanksgiving or Christmas one year, bro. Yeah. And they was warning me like. All the dishes that was spicy as fuck. Yeah, you know me. I'm I'm, I'm head ass. I still <laughs> ate that shit. Yeah, it ain't it. It wasn't that. It wasn't that hot to me because I was used to eating her food because it wasn't as hot as her food. But my hemorrhoids was going crazy, bro. But <laughs> bro, as soon as soon as I stopped eating her food, bro, them shits cleared right up yeah. instantly. Right That's up. Beat up, bro. It's like, and and they're so used to it. You know mm-hmm. that shit don't really affect them. They're like, oh, what you talking about? That's normal. Like, That's what they're used to though. So it don't it. it it don't fuck with their body. Their body's yeah. kind of immune to it. Yeah, that shit crazy. But uh, a lot of the, but people don't even know about how food affects your mood, how it affects your your brain. Um, like, there's a lot of I, I suggest people to go out there and research the brain gut biome and the things you eat, how they affect the way you feel and how you, your mood and your mental health and all that shit. It affects everything. You know what I'm saying? So a healthy diet. And you know, and you know, people who got them jogging white people jogging down the beach would be ripped the fuck up and ha- happy and eating quinoa and shit. But the motherfuckers is happy. Yeah, they some happy ass motherfuckers. Whatever makes you happy, do it. Yeah. So I mean, I don't suggest. Uh, <laughs> I would suggest everybody to look, like look shit up like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Health. Health is very important, dog. Yeah. And I know for sure this was the year right here where I tackled my health. Completely by the horns and, and, and was like, dog, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to make sure I really get on this shit. And um, I start feeling so good. And now yeah. I done fell off for one month and I feel like complete shit. Yeah. And um, dog, I was just telling somebody this the other day. What really got me over the hump, though, like like I started by just, you know, walking a little bit and uh, I'll eat right five days out the week and, and, and go crazy over the weekend. But what really got me over the hump is that book right there. The Clean Twenty. Oh, okay, yeah. I read I read that book and basically uh the doctor what's his name? Doctor Ian. That's his name, uh, Doctor Ian. I can't see it right. Let me look. Yeah. But he basically he talks about how, you know, um Yeah. It's Ian K. Smith. Yeah. Ian K. Smith. It's um it's more so about um just staying committed more so than staying consistent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, he's not saying, see, so the clean 20, it's a 20-day thing. He's not saying 20 straight days you do this, you'll lose 20 pounds. He's not saying that at all. Yeah. Basically, what he's saying is if you fall off one day, you pick back right up at day six. You know what I'm saying? If you go if you go six straight days and then um, day seven, you're fuck like, off. yeah, you fuck off and you, you yeah. fucking go to a family event and you're eating like shit. You pick back up on day seven the next day. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can do that. And, and and I read that and I thought about it. I was like, yeah. So, basically, times where I fuck up like I'm doing right now, it's okay. Just pick up tomorrow and, and, and start fresh. Yeah. That's what really helped me over that's the hump. A great, that's a great fucking mentality to have because... You know you get on like like you said you've been on that fast food kick and that shit goddamn yeah it's shit. it's about getting over that and um fucking a lot of people don't even know some of these diets that they're doing are unhealthy as hell yeah like I was doing I think when I first started losing weight what did I do I tried a lot of diets I tried keto I tried the military diet what else did I do I did an egg diet the military diet seemed head ass oh that shit is ignorant as fuck yeah like. One egg and one toast for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is stupid as fuck. I felt like shit yeah. all day. Yeah, because, bro, people don't even know, like, okay, keto diets is perfect because it's because all it is is, is a fucking calorie surplus. That's all it is. Yeah. Just like uh, fucking intermittent fasting. Yeah. It's all just a calorie surplus. And then with intermittent fasting, it's more so of... um. Uh, burnt. Uh, having a long time of burning calories yeah, and you, having a short time of indulging allow, in calories. Yeah. You allow your body to burn the calories that you're taking in. So uh-huh. it's like 
if you do like a 16 hour fast, which is like, I don't know, you just stop eating at eight o'clock and, and you don't eat in that, uh, again until like later, like yeah. in the afternoon that day. Or so it's giving your, uh, your uh, body time to burn yeah. those calories. But uh, what a lot of people don't understand is sometimes they're doing these diets and they're not giving their body the necessary nutrients. Yeah, exactly. And that's why you feel weak as fuck. Yeah. That's why I told you, I was like, bro, I go to the gym and burn 2,500 calories playing basketball. Mm-hmm. I have to eat carbs. Oh, yeah. I have to. Oh, yeah. I have no choice. But, uh, you know, like a norm, the, for the average working man who doesn't have a fucking active lifestyle, <sighs> stay away from that shit. Yeah. There's, there's no point. Literally, there's no point of you eating bread. Yeah. There's no, like, <laughs> you, there's no point, dog. Like, none. I mean, I know you got to eat a sandwich, but, like, yeah, it's like... With me, I eat a hundred percent wheat bread. Yeah, I I'll, I'll eat it like like three times a week or whatever. I eat a sandwich like three times a week. Yeah, as a little snack. But um, nah, I'm just not going in like I'm, I don't wake up and be like, hey, you want to go to Olive Garden? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even like pasta, but even if I did, like you can't just eat pasta I all can, fucking day. I can day. eat me a nice, good, a uh, fucking amazing lasagna. I could eat a fucking good lasagna, dog. I love lasagna. That's my fucking go-to. Honestly, dog, I think everybody should try to stay under 100 grams of carbs a day. Yeah. I, I feel like, uh, like I said, man, because I, I found out that eating carbs with me, it may, like eating gluten, it, it makes, it inflames all my shit. Yeah. You know, and um, like I wake up, my ankles will be sore, my fucking hands feel like I got arthritis. And nigga, I'm only 27 years old, so like, that shit shouldn't be happening right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Not like, right now. Then I fucking, I hit up the goddamn doctor and they tell me, goddamn, you, oh yeah, you got to stop eating gluten. Like you got to stop eating bread and carbohydrates. But you know, as far as gluten, um, a lot of people get hyped up about, oh, this is gluten free. Gluten doesn't bother most people. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people don't even know that it. They think they should have a gluten free diet. Like gluten doesn't bother you. Yeah, if you're if you if you don't necessarily need to not it's a, not eat gluten, then I, I don't feel I don't see why. I mean, I think it's just people look at health shit and they're like, oh, that guy's healthy. I'm gonna do what he's doing. He yeah. says he doesn't eat gluten. Yeah, you know. And and dog, uh, that's actually what Doctor Ian says in that book. Like his big thing, his favorite thing to eat is pork. Yeah, he loves bacon. Bruh, he's like, man, I bruh, eat bacon. Bacon. Bruh, bacon. <laughs> that shit is fucking good. But, you know, everybody thinks like, oh, you should stay away from all red meats, this and that, blah, blah. Honestly, red meats isn't the worst thing in the world for you. Bro, I think I think they said, don't quote me on this. I ain't no, you know, first and foremost, disclaimer, we're not fucking Yeah, nobody's a doctor here. Yeah, we're not nutritionists. <laughs> but we just like to talk about our experience with nutrition. So, would, I think pork has vitamin K in it. And vitamin K is very is is very essential. It might be, I think it's vitamin K. If it's one of them fucking vitamins, yeah. Don't quote me on this shit. But it's I know what you're saying. Them, but you know, know, a vegan would try to argue you that the same amount of vitamin K that's in bacon is in eggplants. Yeah, or carrots or something. Yeah, but they'll try like, to argue you that. But if, if they. Who the fuck wants to eat a whole eggplant? Though? You can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and honestly, for maybe for one pork chop, like has probably twice as much as you would get in a fucking carrot or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it's it's you can supplement, but it takes a lot of effort to supplement. All and that's that. why I tell people about going vegan. It's like if if you want to go vegan and you want to completely cut uh meats out, just just completely. Make sure you're doing it the right way and you're still getting your protein. Yeah. A lot of people don't even understand that they're not getting everything they really need. Their bones are brittle as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, meat is not the worst thing in the world. And on top of that, stop ignoring your animal ambitions. Yeah. You're an animal. And that's like, oh, but they're... Uh, Peter, don't come after me. But, <laughs> uh, but it's it's an animal. It's 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 a living, uh, a fucking living creature. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Like, given the chance, they will eat you too. And this is the thing, though, about people who are like that, who are vegans and, like, really hardcore, like, don't kill animals, is that uh, one of the things I learned is, like, when they're uh, plowing these crops and shit, Mm -hmm. and they're using those big tilling machines to, like, fucking tear up the the land and clear out land so they can plant crops, you know how many ground-nesting birds and squirrels and snakes and all those things are fucking ground up 
and killed and used almost pretty much to grow your food. Yeah. Just so you can eat your fucking celery. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. it's like you can't escape guilt when it comes to fucking, you know, nutrition. It's like there is no guilt free. You know what I'm saying? In order to plant crops, you have to devastate lands where there are animals habitating that land already. So it's like you're not escaping it. Like you're just I mean, you're not going to Burger King, you know what I'm saying? But you're not escaping it. You might be fucking not, you know, into the factory farming and all that shit and the slaughtering of animals, but it took killing animals to get that soy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, don't think, uh, don't think you're hot shit just because you're fucking vegan. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, being healthy, that shit's everything. It makes you feel good. And, um, I think everyone needs to just get on that shit. I know I'm getting back on mine. That was my New Year's resolution. And I, and you, I'm not and the I'm healthiest doing it again. person in the world, but I think I want to live till I'm old. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, let me, like, I try to do it. I try to do my best with it. You know what I'm saying? Every now and then I might order a Domino's and that shit. I'm not even supposed to eat that shit. <laughs> but goddamn, since we, since we touching on health, I just want to goddamn touch on, on mental health also. Oh yeah. Because, um. Your uh, your uh, food intake has a lot to do with your mental health. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. But the thing about this mental health shit is, a lot of people are throwing the shit around way too loosely. Yes. Mental where? health. Mental health is the thing where it's your overall mental health, but they're confusing it with mental illnesses. Yeah. And trying to self-diagnose themselves. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I've been. You know, Charlemagne came out with his book, and, you know, uh, big ups to Charlemagne. Shook ones. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. You know I read it. Yeah. Um, his You're first a big book, Charlemagne guy. I am. I, I like him a lot because I yeah. like to see people. I like to see people, their transitions. Yeah, that's his, why I, his story is, is amazing. Yeah, it is. I like his story. That's why That's why Ho is one of my favorite rappers. I, just, I, I like to see the growth and development yeah. of... Uh, Jay Z to Sean Carter. Yeah, I love it. Charlemagne's the same way. I like to see him keep growing. His first book was amazing, bro. He told a story. He told a story well. His second book wasn't nothing but the same exact stories from the first book, and he just added on ways that situations. Yeah. yeah, with with mental health. And I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Half the book, I literally read half the book in one sitting. Mm-hmm. I want to say I read half the book in like an hour and a half, just sitting there, and I got to thinking. I was like, man, the things that he's sitting there saying he been through and saying that he has real real bad anxiety over aren't even half of the things I go through with with, with anxiety. Yeah. Um we're in this we're in this era and this is the thing. I want to talk about black people especially with mental health cuz um it's just now getting popular also. Yeah, it's, it's it, they're popularizing it. And I know um you know, I ain't going I ain't going to stop Charlemagne from his grind, you know, but I don't think monetizing mental health is necessarily, I don't think it's necessary. You know what I'm saying? But I see what he's trying to do. He's just trying to tell his story, but it, it's a way of monetizing it. But It is. It is. And you know? I completely agree with you on that. So it's one of those things how um, I think it's very important for people to be a, for people to be aware of their mental health. Yeah. But like you said, making money and profits off of, off of it, it's kind of weird. It's one of those yeah. things, like, if you're so passionate about it, why are you making money? But yeah. on the other end, you know, me, as a capitalist, I understand. As a businessman, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I see it, too. But, nah, it's just kind of weird. Then on top of that, it's like, you're just creating victims. Now you're making it okay for people to be victims. And that's the worst thing you can do is have this victim mind state. Yeah, that, that we're, we're in this era of, like, victimhood. Like, that's the... um. That's the new I'm a badass is being a victim. Like, yeah. It's liberating the people. So it's like everybody has their story. Everybody has their the shit they're going through in their life. But mental health, you can't overdiagnose people with fucking depression and anxiety. Everybody thinks they have that shit nowadays. We're over fucking diagnosed. We're over prescribed with drugs. And, you know, it's no wonder that the pharmaceutical companies are making so much fucking money. Why? I mean, why does everybody think that they have, you know, mental illness when, you know, let's just say you fucking, you lost your job, you know, let's just start finding alternative ways 
like uh let's just say an antidepressant might not necessarily be a pill it could be oh, okay i lost my job an antidepressant to that would be getting a fucking job a new job exactly you know what i'm saying <laughs> so it's like or you know just because you know people go through things every day like your mom might you know be sick or your dad might pass away or something and you know symptoms of that might be you know i can't eat i can't sleep you go to a psychiatrist and you know what that psychiatrist has been seeing you know uh like pharmaceutical company representatives all week and they've been pitching these drugs to him right Uh and he's like oh well shit you know they've been they've been taking me out to lunch and whining and dining me so you know what i'm gonna put their drug on you know what i'm saying and these are private companies that are you know, sending out these fucking pharmaceuticals. You know what I'm saying? These fucking pills that everybody's on and shit. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you mean. And so it's like, of course he's going to prescribe you some antidepressant. Even if you're not really depressed, he's not even actually seeing, he's not doing his due diligence to see if you're actually mentally ill. You know what I'm saying? So it's... It's all a business. Yeah, it's, this, this is the thing about capitalism. It's dancing with the devil. It's like... We have the ability. You with capitalism, you have the the ability to be amazing, or you have the ability to be shit. And a lot of people who who you know take part in this and like these big pharmaceutical companies, they're not worried about people. They're worried about profit. So it's like they're gonna prescribe some shit to you that gives you bloody diarrhea. You might bleed out the ears. You might have a heart attack, but it'll help you with your antidepressant. And does it really? I mean, with your depression, and it, and does it really help you though? You know. Does it really help you with your depression? Because I would love to talk to someone about that. Yeah, I've, I've, I, I've, I actually know a couple of people that do deal with yeah. really bad, and that's what I'm not trying to switch gears too much, but that's what I really want to focus on. So, someone like Charlemagne's talking about yeah. anxiety. I'm not saying he doesn't suffer from anxiety. I think every every last human being on the face of this earth suffers from some form some of anxiety. Form of it, yeah. But severe anxiety is something totally different oh, yeah. than what he's speaking of. The severe know, anxiety is like debilitating. Like, yeah. you're not getting out of bed. We know people, yes, we know people that have yeah. very se- severe anxiety, very yeah. severe um, a fucking depression. depression yeah. I know motherfuckers that's bipolar. I shoot, I got somebody I was very close with half my life that I know for a fact has some kind of severe form of schizophrenia. Something. <laughs> Something. He actually got diagnosed for um cuz I know you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, he exactly. actually got diagnosed for compulsive explosive disorder or some shit like that. Yeah. I would have to look it up. I fucking forgot. That sounds like but I know it's like have. yeah. So it's like one of them things where he where he has no control over himself. He just uh, immediately blows up. Mm-hmm. And that shit's crazy. It makes completely sense if if you if you knew him. But uh yeah. there's people out here that really deal with things. Yeah. So sitting around <laughs> making excuses for people that's like, eh, I have anxiety like I know I have PTSD. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mo- most black people do have it, and, and I hate making things a black and white thing, but most black, most black people do have it from the police. Yeah, some, it's just, some it's, it's form a of fact. it. Yeah, some form of it comes from a trauma of past things. You know, and as a black person, you're going to have frequent run-ins with law enforcement. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You're going to have that in your lifetime. And that, that gives you some form of trauma, or it might give you some form of anxiety. Y'all niggas know how I feel when you're driving and a cop pulls behind you and you ain't even got nothing on you, ain't doing nothing, and your heart still jumps. It's racing fifty thousand miles yeah, per and you hour. You don't even have you don't even have shit on. Nothing's you. going on. You're like, dude, I've had to really talk myself like, oh, calm, nigga, calm your ass down. You fucking, you not drunk, you not fucking, you don't got yeah. nothing on you. It's gonna be fine. Yeah. So it's like, and then they finally come to the car, and and now you're just only thing going through your mind is make sure I keep my hands on the wheels yeah. and don't make any sudden movements because yeah, to be shit. honest. Nowadays everybody's getting desensitized when it comes to these 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 police shootings, but this yeah. shit is real. This shit these is folks, bro. Every time I see one of them shits, I kind of like start tearing up because mm-hmm. like I know like that could be that could be either one of us. Now I've seen. I don't get me wrong. I don't I don't hate police. You know what I'm saying? I've seen. I've seen in some situations where they should have used lethal force, like a nigga got two Uzis on his hip and he trying to pull yeah. his out. You know see, what I'm saying? I get I get that type yeah. shit, but a lot of these things a lot that's coming these, out, it's like you didn't have to do all that. You know what I'm saying? And if you're looking at it on a it on a large scale, you would you you would say that 
okay, these are a small minority of, of events. But the, 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 the fact of the matter is that these events shouldn't be happening at all. At all. Like, and there's, there's a way to prevent them. Yeah. And as a police officer, you just have to have... The, the proper training. Yeah, the training, the wherewithal to, like, to not over-fucking judge a situation. And, I, and here's the thing about cops. They go through a lot of shit during the... Like, you could have just left something where you... You could have just left a, a murder scene where you killed somebody. And now you're just pulling a guy over for a taillight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is their job. They go through so much high-octane shit all day, you never know. And you know I think saying? I think police officers need to be... Um, since we're talking about mental health... They need to start being evaluated. Oh yeah, that is definitely more a big often. Thing. Yeah, because they go through a lot. Yeah, they do a, a lot daily, of trauma on a daily basis. Honestly, they might need to go home or, or like after work, might need to just come by the office and they have a, a psychiatrist just at the station that they can decompress all the shit they went through in that day mm-hmm. and just get it off their chest. You know what and, I mean? And and make sure if they're not mentally stable. That they take yeah. that ne- that necessary time off of work. Yeah, the, the, the psychiatrist could go to the captain and be like, "This nigga fucked up, though. You gonna but you know, fuck up out of here." I hate talking about fiction, uh, fictional shit when we talking about real life shit, but I can't help it. Yeah. I keep I keep thinking about Law and Order when uh, what's it? What was the guy named Stable Stabler? I'm not a big Law and Order. Yeah, I think his name was Stabler or some shit. Okay. He um. He was going crazy because he had a daughter and he kept dealing with all these sex crimes and shit. Yeah. And he was just freaking out and beating everybody up all the time. And he finally went to see the psychiatrist and they suspended him for a little while. For real? Yeah, but with pay and was like, you know, just get your mind right. with yeah. But he couldn't help it. Like, uh-huh. it basically was showing how cops deal with that shit and it's just kind of hard. to so, Like, they try to suppress everything, but they just end up exploding mm-hmm. from it. Yeah, that's definitely. And I know... Every every police officer must deal with some form of like mental strain. You can't not do that job. And like you know, I'm talking about the vet, like all these guys, you cannot do that job and not have some form of mental strain at the end of the day. Like that's a big thing because, dog, you might have just seen a murder. You might just seen a mom who fucking murdered her kids, or like you might just see. Uh, that's going to take a toll on you mentally. Yeah, and it's like these are. You know, think about a normal... These are just normal people. They're normal people, but they're protecting and serving whatever community, whatever. Just like us, nine to five just normal. Yeah, they're normal. This is their job. So it's like, imagine you're at Walmart and you see somebody get their brains blown out. You know what I'm saying? Or Mm -hmm. you see somebody come in with a gun and rob and hit some old lady over the head. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's there's a lot that they have to deal with as police officers, but it's still... There's there's certain steps that law enforcement needs to take to help correct these mistakes that are going on in society right now. Because I'm going to be honest, things have gotten better overall for black people, but we have a long way to fucking go. You yeah. Know what I'm it's just, this is just the beginning. Yeah. The beginning of the process. Yeah. But, um, sw- no, switch gears a little bit. Um, yeah. I hate talking about Kanye West. Yeah. But we're talking about mental health. That's the reason why this mental health situation, why the topic was 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 even presented. Yeah. Kanye West, uh, this motherfucker every time something bad happens, he starts talking about you're picking on people with mental health issues. Is this but I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to dissect this, right? Uh-huh. Is this another form, just like how I, I kind of view Charlemagne, of monetizing your mental health? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I he's, think that's he's, what's going he's on. He's using it for his own personal gain. Yeah. And it, he's also using it more so of a defense mechanism. Yeah. So every time something bad happens, he's like, hey, I'm I'm, I'm mentally off. ill. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fucked up. I'm bipolar. Yeah. And then you go to the White House and you're like, I'm not bipolar. I was yeah. misdiagnosed. Like, what? Which yeah. one is it? See, at the end of the day, it's like, um, Kanye, you know, I'm a big Kanye guy. I like Kanye. Despite whatever, I, I don't agree with him on his uh, political views and all that type shit, but. And you don't have to. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's, that's important. But, like, I just want, I want him to be honest about what's going on. Like, I want him to stop. You know, I feel like a lot of this be publicity stunts. It's just... That's exactly what it is. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
there are people out here really going through things that deal with mental health. Like there are people out here who, who shake daily because they can't not think about killing themselves. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of monetizing it and using it as, Oh, I'm a superhero or this is like, this is my superpower. And it's like, it's fine to, I, it's kind of like, you know, how we do the N word. We take it and we make it positive and we make it a term of endearment type shit. It's like, but that doesn't, that doesn't stop your, uh, your problem. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I'm glad you said that because, yeah. um, honestly, when I seen that, that on the album cover, I thought that was the stupidest shit I ever seen in my life. The album cover of, he said, I love being bipolar. What he said? It's awesome or something. No, nah, he said, I hate being bipolar is awesome. Oh, whatever something, the fuck it yeah, was. Something like something, but, something uh, exactly bipolar. Yeah. And do you know what my problem was with it? What? It, to me, it wasn't one of those things like, okay, the N-word was something bad, and, and we tried to make, make, make something good out of something bad. To yeah. me, it was one of those things like, okay, you're kind of making fun of yourself because you have a problem, and you're not going to get help for it. Yeah, It's okay to like to tell people you have a problem, like, hey, people out there um, who have this problem, I have it also, and this is what I'm doing, so I think everyone should do this, woody, woody, woody. But you have a problem, you're not doing anything about it. Yeah, exactly. you're, you're 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 going off the meds and and you're going to TMZ and you're saying all this wild shit. And yeah. don't get me wrong, dog. Me, I kind of I'm very open minded and I know exactly what people try to. I know what the attempt is when when whenever people speak. So therefore, I knew exactly what he was trying to say. He just was Could, horrible at saying it. Yeah, he couldn't find the words for it. Yeah, well, all he had to say was mental slaves. Yeah. That's all he had to say. He started talking about literal slaves. Like, nah, bro. (laughs) Nah, you're tripping. Slavery was a choice. I mean. To be be a slave mentally today, yes, it is a choice. Yeah. So that I understood. But he just didn't know how to explain what he was trying to say. Just like people pissed me off today. I seen this shit. I haven't watched the shop on HBO yet, but... On the shop, I think LeBron said something about how all the NFL owners have this uh, slave mentality. Yeah, slave master kind of like. Yeah, mentality. and everyone's like, "Oh, so you getting this this uh millions of dollar contract? Woody Woody Woo, that makes you a slave?" And I'm like, "That's he's not saying nothing about that." Yeah, he's yeah. saying they have a slave mentality, like these are my workers type shit. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, dude. I with that with that with that being said, it's like um you know, we talk about this shit all the time, especially with our people, uh black people. Like we still have a lot of shit to get over, you know. Um, especially with that 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 kind of you have this authority over you all the time, we feel it, it's still things still haven't been reconciled with black and white people. We still going through all the same bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh it's like, I see exactly what LeBron is saying, bro. Like, because what did the dude say when the prisoners start running the... Was you going to let the prisoners start running the prison or some shit? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, here we go with this shit. <laughs> it's like, dude, how far have we come, bro? Bro, all in all, bro, people that have severe problems, dog, because I'm not trying to shy away from it and and discredit them or anything saying that that uh oh you you should be stronger than that and woody 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 no 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 i'm saying that the people that have severe problems should go get help and the people that don't should just do a lot of self-reflection and stop blaming oh i'm just depressed and this and that blah blah you're depressed because of things that you caused you're not really dealing with severe depression yeah that's that's a uh that's another thing about uh mental health too is like a lot of niggas stop self-diagnosing first and foremost. Yes. Stop self-diagnosing, and um, stop wanting to have a scapegoat. Stop wanting to have an excuse to be. Uh, Everybody needs someone to blame yeah. for why they're not where they are in their life, or why they're not happy like they want to be happy. This is, this is, this has become one of those things like uh, you know how we were growing up, all the fucking kids were getting put on Adderall, mm-hmm. and it, it now it's said like, oh yeah, this is a overprescribed drug. Like this shit, it's an epidemic now. Like everybody's using it. College kids are using it to study for tests. Everybody's using that shit. But um, it's like mental health is one of those things. And then here's the thing: figure out 
whether something is an actual mental illness or if it's just a a, a pitfall in your life. Like yes, uh, that's you a big fig- key. You, you know what I'm saying? Like figure out if oh my girlfriend broke up with me, I should probably try to nigga you glow up on that bitch or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, use like, it as some fuel. Yeah, like. And another thing is, bro, I, I notice a lot of the time when I'm feeling down, if I go out and I, I get a workout in, like, I feel a hundred times better. And I don't even think about all that. I shit. miss that feeling. Yeah, a, hard, <laughs> a hardcore workout will always put me in the right state of mind. Or setting goals and accomplishing them, there's no better feeling than setting a goal and accomplishing Bro, people it. are scared as fuck to, yeah. face, to face that reflection in that mirror. Yeah, bro, you got to – self-reflection is amazing. And I tell you, that's one it of is. our that's one of our biggest pet peeves. Like me and Slim, we just fucking sitting down, figuring out, okay, what did I do wrong? Okay, how can I do better? How can I fix this? What are the steps to fix this? And then taking those steps. And then once you do it, dude, you that's a notch on your belt. Like you're you're fucking, dude. You're one step to being fucking white Jesus, dog. You might you one step closer to being fucking perfect. You know what I'm saying? It's like every day. You work on, you know, just find whatever the fuck. I, I do it every morning. Like, what could I do better that yeah. I didn't do yesterday? I didn't work out. Okay, let me go work out. That's the beauty of being alive, being able to get better every day. Yeah. And people that don't, hey, I don't I don't believe in prison systems or anything like that, bro. But uh, they need to go somewhere. There's no point of these motherfuckers being here with us. <laughs> <laughs> For real. These nut jobs. Yeah, like, you don't want to get better. You just want to be here. Like, come yeah. on, man. I wake up every day and try to be better, like, yeah. Okay, I did this. I don't think that was right. Let me. How can I work on that? Yeah. After your fifth dope charge, it's time to start looking for jobs. I'm sorry. Nah. Then you work a job and you get fired, and, and it's their fault. And now you're back to beating the pack down. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, that beat the pack down shit is funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> beat the pack down. These niggas be beating the pack down, bro. Yeah, they can't help it. They gotta beat the pack, bro. They're beating a, the pack gets you nowhere. There, you know, I want to see how many mental health problems people would have if they had a stable life and a stable, good job. Like, I want to see, you know, in, in good health. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, eating healthy, working out, working a good job, setting goals, accomplishing them. I want to see how depressed you are then, and then we can go forward to diagnosing you with something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That should be the doctor's first steps, honestly. It's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. You're gonna lose fifty pounds. We're gonna we're gonna help you find a job. You're gonna work that job. You're gonna make okay money. You're gonna be stable. You're not gonna get, you know. We're gonna tone the alcoholism down, tone the weed down, tone the Molly down. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, and that's and bro, I'm glad you said that. That's um, that's a big thing that that people do. They try to um, what's it called? They uh, self medicate. Self medicate. Yeah. There you go. They try to self-medicate, bro. Stop smoking that fucking weed every time you get upset about something. Yeah. That weed is really hurting you. Yeah. Stop thinking, oh, it comes from the earth, so it's not a drug. Anything right. that you do is a drug. Food is a yeah, drug. Exactly. I, I put it, anything that will alter my state of mind, that shit is a drug. Yes, dog. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I'm not saying weed is the worst thing in the world. Yeah. I'm just saying y'all are y'all are using it. No, I fuck, <laughs> I fuck with if, if I want cannabis to be legal yeah but i don't don't i don't think you should just go about smoking your 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 whole fucking life away if there are things that you need to be doing to actually fix yourself you know bruh i know this is off subject but i think prostitution should be legal oh yeah uh, I, th- I feel like um many countries have made it legal in their crime rate it, it's, bro, it's some of these, crime bro, it's some of these politicians that be buying pussy yeah so it's like the people who write the laws be buying pussy, like, dog. And it's like, what What about escorts and shit? You, all the motherfuckers be having escorts and shit. Yeah. So it's like, bro. Make weed and prostitution legal. And yes. Donald Trump should be the one to do it. Bro. It would only make sense in history and that Donald Trump's make prostitution legal. And here's the legal. thing, dog. If he did some, some wild shit like that. Bro, people can't be mad. Bro, people, but you know, people would still getting, be he's outraged. Getting re- dog, he's getting reelected. You think so? I think he's getting real. Bro, I think if he pulls that that uh, rabbit out of the hat and, and uh, legalizes marijuana before he goes, before he gets out of office, I think he'll get reelected too. 
Yeah, I think so also. I think he's waiting. That's like that's his trump card. First off, no first off, uh, he's already presented us with the uh, prison reform. A lot of people are about to get out of jail. A lot of nonviolent uh, offenders is about to get out of jail. Bro, this is the thing I keep. T- bro, if he does something good, just praise him for it. If he does something horrible, scold him for it. Yeah. If because he's if still Trump, he's still the president. Yeah. If Trump does well, we all do well. Stop fucking being. Stop wanting this shit to go under so this shit can be total anarchy. That shit yeah. don't make no sense to me. None at uh, all. What I want everyone to do is type in Google and look up. Self-governed countries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shit goes, hey, bro. Shit. I don't think I don't think they even understand that. Yeah, uh, and I know, I know, bro. I know he ran a hateful campaign and he's he's done a lot of fucked up shit. Um, I'm not a Trump fan at all, but I'm I'm looking, I'm looking at who I'm looking at how this shit is affecting us as a country, and I haven't seen him do too much horrible shit. You know what I'm saying? I've seen him do some horrible shit. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen nothing really changing completely. Like, I think he's part of the establishment, too. I don't really, like, because as radical he was running the campaign, nothing really radical is happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, dog, Trump, Um, since we're on the mental health, uh, the mental health tip, that Trump nuts. is just a nut job. Yeah, that, he's it's a narcissist even, like a motherfucker. Yes, he's a narcissist. That's exactly what I was going to say. He's just a narcissist, and yeah. he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. That's it. And that's very unlikable. <laughs> but it just, that's how, bro. And that's what I always say, dog. Like, y'all y'all really confuse someone being an asshole with someone having mental health issues. Yeah. No, you're just a horrible person. Yeah. It some, has nothing to do with There are some people straight up that are, that are just bad people. Yeah. You know. And it's like people don't know how to decide between the two. Yeah, but last, last bullet point on this, uh. Mental health shit, um, especially when you know when I'm, I'm speaking on black people in general. I know it's it's become a a cool thing, kind of almost. It's become like a a trending topic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I just want y'all to really, really understand that you wouldn't have wanted to live during the Great Depression. You wouldn't have wanted to live during all the world wars. You wouldn't have wanted to live. You know, and all these different famines that we've had in human history. And it's like, I just want my people to understand that, nigga, we've been through a lot worse with slavery. We've been through a lot worse shit. So I understand you think that you, uh, you're you you're going through something mentally. You might have depression or anxiety, which you might. But let's find healthier ways to like cure these like remedy these types of uh these things going on in your life you know what i'm saying like like i was saying if your girlfriend broke up with you glow up on that bitch Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying if uh you lost your car save up and get another one you know what i'm saying uh find out the things do a lot of self-reflection find out the things that are really haunting you and fix them you know what i'm saying stop running from the wolves that are chasing you and and fight them pull out that glock 40 and bust them off you know what i'm saying it's time it's time for us as black people to just start, you know, taking our, our you know, I know it's a, it's a serious thing. And we, it's kind of shunned in the black community because it's like, oh, nigga, you acting weak. But that doesn't mean we should be like white people with it and just yeah. over prescribe ourselves and be zan the fuck up and fucking just zombies. Because that shit is not, that shit is not healthy either. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, self-reflection, people. It helps. Tell yeah, me. it'll help you a lot. Yeah, just Bruh. figure out. Before we end this podcast, I have to ask you this question. What's up? Did you donate to the wall? (laughs) (laughs) Bruh, that wall ain't stopping shit, bruh. (laughs) That wall is not stopping shit. Hey, bruh, not for real. He had 14 M's or something? Bruh, he's he's at almost 15 million now. God. I'm, matter of fact, while we're talking right now, I'm about to look and see where it's at now. I know like an hour ago, it was at like 15 million. Literally like three or four hours ago, it was at like 12 million. Bruh, why do people think this wall is about to stop some shit? Dog, you, dog, you know the craziest thing about it? Um, I was in Germany when they knocked down the Berlin Wall. Oh, shit. I was in sixth grade. They knocked down the Berlin Wall. Literally, like, I have my sixth grade yearbook, 
And we have pictures in our yearbook from um I didn't go, but a uh, a lot of kids from my school went and and you know they got the the, the bricks from the wall and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people was crying, people were seeing their family members they haven't seen in like generations for the first time. Yeah, like it was crazy. So my thing is, you know, they say history repeats itself, but why would you make a mistake like that when we've already seen what it did? The yeah. Berlin Wall was pure hate. Yeah, walls walls are. Are not and especially. I'm gonna tell y'all one thing. These Migos are fucking crafty, <laughs> and they will dig a tunnel. They will find. Shout something. out my Migos out there. Yes, bro. Shout out to all the fucking Migos. Y'all fucking running shit right now, bro. And the thing is, bro. Like I understand. Uh, it's at fifteen point one. Fifteen point one million. That's 15. crazy. Fifteen point one million. We the people will fund the wall. But wanna, was it his whole uh, campaign saying that that uh, Mexico was going to fund the wall? Yeah, this man is. And this is the thing, like, I just don't. I, you know what? We're dealing with, you know what I think this is? I think we're dealing with people who see a nation that's complexion is changing. Mm-hmm. And it's getting a little darker and a little darker and a little darker until, you know, there's only a few of them left, and there's all of us. And I just don't, you know, I wonder sometimes how I would be, you know, because I, dude, I got, there's a lot of undercover Trumpers out there. Yeah. I, I got some friends that are undercover Trumpers. And this that that's the thing, you know. They pick and choose when they want to show their face, yeah, though. Yeah. There's some undercover Trumpers out there, and I just want to know. Bro, the highest donation was $50,000. Bro, that had to be a celebrity or something, or some fucking... Who the fuck gave $15,000 to a fucking wall? There's fifty. There's $50,000. There's $13,000, $12,000, $10,000, $10,000, $10,000. Was he you, Kid Rock? <laughs> hey, was it you, Kid Rock? Please, one, please I know show one, face. Bro, I, I know it was one of the motherfucking hardcore redneck-ass yeah. uh, celebrities, probably. Nah, I think, Ain't I no think normal it was one of those person. rich people. The crazy so? thing, yeah, the crazy thing about it is, you know... Uh, celebrities are kind of, I don't want to say beneath, but they're kind of, as far as income, they're lower than, than those like oil tycoons. Yeah. And stuff like, yeah. Yeah. Like to them, they're like middle class. Like yeah. Meek Mill had an interview. He was talking about Robert Kraft and them. He was like, you know, I'm rich, but them niggas is rich, rich. Yeah. <laughs> rich, rich, boy. Yeah. Like a hundred thousand ain't shit to them. Yeah. Literally, that shit's like a hundred dollars to them. Yeah, and then that, that's a, that's another thing. You got all these uh, <laughs> these these white guys. They're crying, but like, and you know the left is crying. I don't, I don't fuck with that left wing shit either. But it's like they're crying, but the power is still in their hands. It's like ain't shit changed. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, like my uh, like my nigga Meek said, instead of killing you now, they kill your account. Yeah, liquid money gets spilled. You know what I'm saying? Yup. That's how they do you now. It's another form of it. You know what I'm saying? We ain't, we ain't dumb, nigga. But yeah. On that border wall, boy, that nigga got that shit. I wonder who started that shit. Did he start it? Um, nah. I just looked I just looked at the person that started. You want me to read the uh description of the person that started it? What's his name? Er, er, Delroy Jenkins. Or er, Delroy <laughs> Nah, his name Earl. is um his name is Brian uh Coffage. K O L F A G E. He looks like name. he's about mm, late late thirties, maybe. That sounds about right. Yeah. And guess where he's from? Kentucky. Florida. Oh, fuck, <laughs> bro. He's Florida from, people are trash, he's from, bro. He's from Miramar. Shout out to all Florida. my Florida people. We are trash, bro. Listen to this. My name is Brian Coffich. I am a certified blue check Facebook page as a public figure, and I am a Purple Heart recipient. Oh, he was a, a, a soldier. Yes. A vet. After donating, sign our petition. We need 100 million signatures. WeFundTheWall.com. Also join our groups on social media. This page has been shared 959,000 times on Facebook. Nigga. We'll get into this shit at a later date. Because <laughs> this wall shit is crazy. Yeah. Why the fuck would you want to... For what? I'm just trying to... The the fear of people... The fear of immigration. I think it's called xenophobia or something like that. But the fear of in, in, immigration is so deep with white people. It's weird. 
It's like, but wouldn't you, wouldn't you rather learn how to get people in and, and assimilate them to your society, make them a part of your society? Because this is supposed to be land of the free. Yeah, this is supposed to be the land of the free. But that sounds like a more logical thing. And I mean, I, for the most part, that's, that's what I think we're trying to do these days. I mean, it might have been different back in the day. I'm, you know, I'm a hopeful nigga, bro. I just want America to do good, bro. And I don't want this shit to crash and burn just so Trump will be out of office. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah, we're going to have to get into that topic at a later time, dog. Because yeah. uh, I really want to go deep into that one. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we will. I will dive deep on white hatred of... <laughs> fuck but you. let's end this with a positive note. Self-reflection. Everyone needs to look in the mirror, figure oh, out who yeah. they are. Stop picking your fucking phone up every oh, yeah. morning oh, and yeah. um, getting on Facebook first thing in the morning, top of the morning. Yeah. Um, Boil you a nice-ass cup of coffee and just sit down and just think about how you're going to be better. Exactly. That's all you need, baby. Yes, dog. But this was another uh, sit down with Slim, man. Thank y'all for listening, man. Shout out to my homie. Shout out Jacksonville, baby. Boom. Trash <laughs> ass niggas. Boy.